Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 14th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is indeed our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. And uh, yesterday we had on Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan. We talked about the Honest Money Report. Wow. Gold, $1,647.30. Silver, $18.30. Cents. Oh, $18.67. So gold and silver being manipulated on paper, ladies and gentlemen, as they try to make the dollar stronger and stronger. The problem with that scenario is it's only a paper play because it's $18.67 on the spot market for silver, but it still takes over $37 to get a silver eagle silver dollar and well over $27 to get even a one-ounce round. So the spread just growing bigger as they manipulate paper currency, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about this uh, world's biggest cryptocurrency exchange. It's called Binance. Binance, I think is how you say it. They confirmed that $570 million have been, instol- have been stolen. I guess the blockchain technology that acts as a bridge between networks got hacked. Whoops, $570 million down the don't dip your toe in the crypto hole, ladies and gentlemen. They claim nobody lost any money. Stupid people like, like me ask questions like this. Well, if lo- nobody lost any money, where did the money go? And if the money didn't go anywhere, then um, there wasn't a, a, a problem, right? Well, if the money went somewhere and nobody knows where it went, why don't you just send it to me? Because no one got hurt, no one lost anything, right? Something's just not right with it. But these ideas that the cryptocurrencies can't be hacked, folks, absolutely bogus. Proof every single week in the Honest Money Report with Brian Russ and Kelly Finnegan. <laughs> it's just, wow. RustClinicGift.com. Uh, we also had Donald Trump blast Mitt Romney for not endorsing Mike Lee. He says it's abuse at the senatorial level. Turns out, though, that Mike Lee uh, is a great guy doing a phenomenal job. He's far from perfect, by the way. But he's, but he's doing great compared to these other, uh, in my opinion, inside traders like Mitt Romney, uh, like Evan McMullen. Evan McMullen, literally backed by the Democratic Party, failed presidential run on the Republican Party. Now he's an independent. So he has loyalty to nothing except for he's a former CIA operative. So, you know, if that's what you want, once CIA, always CIA guy to be elected, then go ahead and, you know, support the whacked out. McMullen that literally backed Joe Biden for president 
in the uh, former elections, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. So he's a failed 2016 candidate, and then he ran, or I'm sorry, then he backed Biden in 2020, and this guy's running as an independent. What's weird, though, he has plenty of money, and he seems to be continually garnering mainstream press interest. I wonder if that's his CIA connections. But we've also read over and over and over that this guy has deep ties to the deep state for sure. And what I find most fascinating about it is we know the FBI and the CIA have been literally promoting certain candidates and lying about other candidates in an effort to manipulate the elections. It's been caught up in mainstream courts, ladies and gentlemen, where this information is coming out. So the CIA, FBI, big social media organizations downing certain candidates with lies like they did to Roy Moore yesteryear, like they've done to Donald Trump, and now they're promoting an, a, a Evan McMullen. What a disgrace, ladies and gentlemen. I still pray Mike Lee wins. Uh, again, Mike Lee's not perfect, but wow, compared to these jokers, he's absolutely a blessing. We also talked about, Jan- well, we'll get to that in a minute. I want to do- talk to Dr. Scott Bradley about that one. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, Dr. Scott Bradley. Nice to have you back, sir. <laughs> well, thank you, Um I appreciate that. At the end of another week, uh, you know, I oftentimes remind people it's probably about time to mow their lawn or some inane thing like that. But you know what? Uh, I'm at 35 degrees where I live. Um, It's not long before we're going to have snow flying, it seems like, in my neck of the woods, although it's a beautiful, clear day today. But uh, I think some of the people that listen to you. All right, where I'm at is 27 degrees, Dr. Bradley. Holy Hannah, I'm in a banana belt right now. But yes, uh, you are, but uh, it's warm for you. <laughs> anyway, the uh, some of your listeners. But if you want to chill sure. off, if you want to chill off Liberty, just go ahead and put that McMullen thug in place, uh, Doctor. Well, he, yeah, let's let's talk about that the for a second. A when you had that uh, recap going on that particular story, I got a text message uh, from someone that uh, was reviewing what the largest media outlet in Utah, KSL. Uh, it's TV and radio. Uh, they have they have been absolutely lapdogs for McMullen since he came out. They have between them and KSL, no KSL is who I'm talking about, and Deseret News, who is the newspaper. Uh, they have been giving him press that you could not buy with all the money in the world. I mean, it has been presented as news stories. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting, um, I, I've run into this before, where, where if you spend money, and it just isn't this, because I, I believe there's more to it than this. I believe it's an establishment ploy to get McMullen put in. I believe the establishment is, um, uh, they're reeling from stuff that started happening in uh, 2010. 2010, United States Senator uh, Bob Bennett, 18-year senator, um, was ousted. I was going to say outed, but yeah, both, because he was outed as the true liberal he is, or was, he's dead now, but he was ousted also in the Republican convention, which happened in the spring of 2010, and the the election wasn't even until November for the general election, but the way the laws were written previously in Utah, if you made it through the convention, uh, you were the candidate for that party. Well, they've since changed that because they knew they'd they'd really, really been they had been kicked in the teeth. Literally, the establishment 
the the delegates to the convention, which is a Republican, not not a party, but a Republican, as in the form of government, uh, approach to selecting candidates. Um, so the representatives of the representatives chose that they weren't going to put Bennett in. Okay, so they opened up a, a, a primary. At any rate, Bennett was ousted in the spring. He showed his true colors with horrific voting. He was a lame duck. He knew it. He didn't have to face the voters anymore. And so he was not just a lame duck from the November election to January when new ones got seated. He was from the spring until January, and, and he did untold damage during that time, showing his true colors. Well, the establishment knew that with him and Orrin Hatch, they had, they had a sure thing. Orrin Hatch was the other senator. Orrin Hatch ran for uh, office in Utah the last time in 2012. His um, term ended in 2018. He was replaced by Mitt Romney. So they got a sure thing. The establishment got a sure thing then. But they are still smarting from what happened in 2010. And so I, I'm absolutely convinced that, uh, that they see in, in McMullen a Mitt Romney clone, uh, in fact, I believe it's, I, th I think it would be very interesting to have a court review of where Evan is getting his money. And you point out his CIA ties. I mean, where the heck did he come from? He showed up in Well, in and not only August. where did he get his money, but, but we've seen, too, from Mark Zuckerberg's admissions, uh, from information about others now admitting in court about how they literally lied about Donald Trump and they knew full well they literally funded the lie. It wasn't just Hillary Clinton, although she was in bed with the deep state of government, but they literally funded the lies about Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry, about Donald Trump in favor of Hillary Clinton at first and then in favor of Joe Biden. They literally lied and they forced the mainstream press virtually to lie and go along with them. That's all come out in court, Dr. Bradley. And well, now then uh, you kind of wonder with that promotion of lies about Trump and then that suppression of information regarding the Clintons and regarding uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and those connections, uh, it's all come out. The CIA and the FBI is all behind it. So when you get this CIA guy running in uh, Utah, not only do I want to see the money behind it, but I want to see what government agencies have been involved. And, and the only way to know would be to go to court for this, because that's the only way we've been able to force uh, the other information onto the docket, if you will. Well, uh, but, you know, peeling back the curtain or the, you know, well, the Wizard of Oz, you remember in the story when they, when the little puppy pulls the curtain back? Don't look at the guy behind the curtain. The guys behind the curtain on this thing are, are who is really pulling the levers and the strings and everything. I am absolutely shocked that, um, no, I'm not. I was going to say KSL. KSL in, in 2016, they literally thousands of times in pitter-patter, chit-chat on the radio, when Evan McMullen came out of the woodwork in uh, 2016 in August to run against Trump to spoil his electoral college, they talked of him thousands of times. Oh, have you seen this guy, McMullen? It's exciting. It was just, it was a love affair from the beginning. And it's back. Amen it's to back. that, but to no avail then, ladies and gentlemen, and we got to make sure it's to no avail now. We've got to jettison the deep state, and you got to get out and vote. 
It's an important, vital duty. We'll talk more in seconds. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley with me. We're talking about Evan McMullen, the deep state operative from the CIA. Where does the money come from for this joker? And uh, where, you know, what, what government agencies are involved in manipulating social media and the mainstream press? Uh, and where's the money coming? What, what's going on with this? And you can say, oh, man, you guys are just conspiracy nuts. No, no, no. That stuff's come out in court that that's what the government has been doing to promote certain and reject other candidates, Dr. Bradley. This is not a maybe anymore. It's been forced out in court. We've caught him at the gig. Okay, the well, jig is ha- up, there, Dr. Bradley. There have been cases, certainly, where the uh, the courts have exposed deep state involvement and everything like that. I, I don't know if that's the case here. Uh, I personally have an opinion, which is just an opinion, and it's worth whatever I say it is, I guess, Getting somebody to compensate me for that is going to be difficult. But I, I'm basically of the opinion that this is an establishment ploy uh, <clears throat> to, buy, you know, by the party and, and by those that are big moneyed people in the state and outside the state. And you could say that's the deep state by definition. But, but it seems to me that that he came on board in in 2016 to be a spoiler against Trump. To ruin the the electoral college where he could, and uh, it really didn't work out. I think he might have uh, one or two electoral votes back in the Midwest someplace, but the fact of the matter is, um, I I think that the the powers that be, at least in Utah, maybe beyond, are seeking to restore what they had as sure things with Orrin Hatch, 
and uh, Bob Bennett. And uh, there has been some uh, pretty strong evidence lately that's come out that says Utah perhaps is the second most corrupt state in the union in regards to election integrity, which no, no, not squeaky clean Utah. Yes, yes, not squeaky clean Utah. They have been at the forefront of the election stealing technology since the day it was born. In fact, Mitt Romney's uh, company was involved in some of the uh, uh, electronic voting machines from the very get-go. I mean, th the ties back to this stuff is just phenomenal. But but Utah has always, uh, whenever there's been an opportunity to walk away from verifiable elections, Utah has been at the forefront of it. In my own county, they won't even talk about uh, any way to say, oh, yeah, we're going to have something that we can we can go back and prove, uh, you know, through paper ballots and, and having them cleared at, at various, you know, levels of, of uh, eyes looking at them and then go back and prove again. No, no, you push the button that says they got 2,000 votes. Well, let's verify that. Push the button again. Yep, 2,000 votes. Yeah, we verified it. No. And they won't even talk about returning to the the traditional uh, voting methodology. You know, everybody wants a mail-in ballot. I mean, 100%. Uh, they, they don't want in the local voting precincts. It's just a travesty. And in Utah, it's it's just rife with corruption, and I think that's exactly what's happening. It'll get worse until the American people stand up in mass and demand to change. Ladies and gentlemen, the two red pills in Utah have documented this. Jen and Sophie have documented this until the cows come home. Uh, they've sick the FBI and all these other people on them and everything else. Just more proof. You know, why is the FBI even involved in a state election discussion in the first place? Answer, because the deep state has to absolutely control this. Or the, you know, the, the gig will be up, folks. It's, the jig will be over, and that's the problem with it. We'll keep an eye on Evan McMullen, but a couple of weeks before the election, just know, ladies and gentlemen, this thug, in my personal opinion, to which I'm entitled, is a deep state operative backed by CIA, FBI, and other government monies of the deep state in an effort to jettison Mike Lee. Mike's far from perfect, and I'm not defending everything Mike does. But I'm telling you, comparatively speaking, he does a pretty good job. If you look on the JBS uh, reports and all that kind of stuff, he does pretty well. There's a few things I disagree with him on. But, man, I'm just telling you right now, you get Mitt Romney and Evan McMullen, it'll be worse than Orrin Hatch in the Bob days. I mean, these well, guys you know, are I just a joke. What I started to tell you about before I got distracted, and it's my fault, um, was that this report on KSL uh, was a report of, of Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker has come out in favor and support of um, Evan McMullen. Well, obviously, Luke Skywalker is the ultimate, you know, good guy, if you will. And this is a, you know, it's, it's just absolutely absurd what's happening. And, and people say, oh, it's, it's, it's uh, innocence by association instead of guilt by association. And and so what we have going on is is just it's a celebrity love fest that's going on. And when the news media is involved in it, it's corrupt. They are not doing their job as fair and balanced reporting. And I know some news media outlets actually use that in part of their slogan. Uh, we report, you decide, whatever. Well, I I think back, Walter Cronkite. You know, he got to the end of it. 
And that's the way it is, Friday, September 22nd, 1967. He ended up with every night on, on that, uh, you know, little note. And, and I have to tell you, to my dad, if he saw that on the evening news, that was the gospel truth. In fact, sometimes I believe that many of the Americans believed it more so when Cronkite said that's the way it is. Well, that's the problem. Cronkite came out later uh, saying, yeah, I've been, a, I've been a globalist for all my whole life. I've been fostering this. He says, I'd sit down to dinner with the devil. Well, so all you got to do is add in the deep state to that's the way it is. So you say that's yeah. the way it is in the deep state. Right, it, that's it is. the problem. All right, we got a bunch of other topics we're going to go through, ladies and gentlemen. Janine Small is Pfizer's president of International Developed Markets. And she was asked by a Dutch politician by the name of Rob Ruse. Uh, and he asked clearly if the pharmaceutical giant, Pfizer, had tested the vaccine on stopping the transmission of the COVID virus before it entered the marketplace. He asked her and he said, listen, I don't want any games. I want yes, no, and then any details. If the answer is yes, would you be willing to give us the data? And she basically replied back and said, no, we didn't do any testing at all. She said, you know, <clears throat> we had to really move at the speed of science. And so the answer is no, they did no testing. And Rob releases a video and just says, this is insane. Okay, uh, this is insane. The Pfizer literally rolled out uh, their vaccine with no testing on this. Joe Biden got in the mainstream press and lied and said, look, if you take the, the shot, you won't go to the hospital. You won't die. Uh, you won't be spreading the virus. And on that lie, then they pinned the passports and all the other garbage they put together. And now Rob across the pond is saying this is criminal. I agree. We need Nuremberg-esque trials on this big time. But here's the question. It turns out the media is ignoring the Pfizer bombshell. The silence is deafening, says Art Moore at WND.com. And so here's the question. Will anyone go to jail over these COVID lies? They've been caught every six ways from Sunday, Dr. Bradley. Well, the Quick, simple, honest answer is no. No one will go to jail because of the the cover-up that everybody is doing on this thing. You point out how the lame-brain media is completely ignoring this issue. By the way, the comment was not made in a, a private get-together where somebody was talking over a cup of tea. Uh, and they, they sold it. No, this was in, in the European Parliament. This was a very public setting. And, and actually, um, the... Well, let's look at let's look at uh, I, I, I rarely, if ever, watch the lame brain uh, media news reports. But this so happens the other night, <laughs> my wife and I says, well, let's just see what these guys are doing. We sat down on the evening news. It was absolutely, completely, 100 percent inundated with pharma. It, 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 it was just pharma ads completely, you know, and, and they were they were advertising for stuff for problems I've never even heard existed. And the thing that's really, I mean, as a side note, it's comical, it's tragic, I guess, is when they put all the contradictions in there. They say, you know, if you have this rash and you take this, your rash will go away, but your kidney's going to die or your liver or you're going to have 
heart problems, whatever. I mean, it was just yeah, that's one a, other thing than that, after another. That's not so bad scenario. No, no. <laughs> but, but here's the deal. Here's that's the deal. Crazy. The whole entire newscast was brought by Pfizer. And so these yeah. guys, you know, they know where their bread's buttered. They know that it's kind of like when, you know, going back to the previous story, when Evan McMullen was buying the ads on KSL, they weren't going to come out and say, you know, here's a fair and balanced story about his opposition. No, it ain't going to happen, folks. But so they're they're bought and paid for. They are. But it is going to happen on Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen, and, and Liberty News Radio and Loving Liberty Radio Networks, because you know what? We don't take a penny from these criminals. And you know what? Somebody might say, Sam, you're bold calling them thugs and criminals. You know what? you got to call a spade a spade. It's my opinion, which I'm entitled. You know, they're innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but the problem is we can't even get due process to prosecute and get the truth. we got to start somewhere, and the media is the place to go, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyRoundTable.com. Donate. That's the only time we'll accept, we all accept liberal, liberally. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Jurors recommended life in prison for the Parkland shooter Nicholas Cruz Thursday after the final vote for the death penalty was not unanimous. The final sentencing by the judge will take place November 1st. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is displeased how long the judicial system took to bring the murderer to justice and how one juror stopped the execution that was earned. I just don't think anything else is appropriate uh, except the capital sentence in this case. And so I was very disappointed to see that. I'm also disappointed that we're four and a half years after these killings, and we're just now getting this. You know, they used to do this. He would have been executed in six months. Five people were killed by a shooter who opened fire along a walking trail in North Carolina's capital city of Raleigh on Thursday and eluded officers for hours before he was cornered at a home and arrested. An off-duty police officer was among those killed by the suspect. Police described him as a juvenile male, Democrat Governor Roy Cooper. These law enforcement officers ran to the crisis when they knew that there was an active shooter who was ready to kill people. Senator Patrick Leahy of Vermont was hospitalized Thursday after he felt unwell at his McLean, Virginia home in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. As a precaution, 82-year-old Leahy remained in the hospital overnight for observations. Saudi Arabia is pushing back against accusations that OPEC Plus's decision to cut oil production earlier this month was politically motivated against the United States. The kingdom's foreign ministry said in a statement Thursday that the OPEC Plus decision, announced on October 5th, was purely economic and taken unanimously by all member states of the oil conglomerate. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. 
insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. 800-568-2790. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com on your radio. So Evan McMullen certainly getting unbelievable coverage in the mainstream press. And you got to really ask yourself why. Uh, you know, this Tulsi Gabbard thing really quick, Dr. Bradley, since we're on the subject. You know, a lot of people are praising Tulsi Gabbard. And, you know, she's saying a lot of the right things. But, you know, she's been a deep state Democrat for a long time as well. And uh, we can't be fooled by these people. We need to basically expose this. Uh, I appreciate that she's doing a great job. I appreciate that Tucker Carlson uh, and Steve Bannon and others do a great job in many ways. But remember, you know what? They still pick sides, uh, whether it comes to Russia, the Ukraine, the this, the that. The, you know, they all have a side. You know, a real George Washington-esque response would be, we're not picking sides and we're staying out of it. Uh, it's kind of interesting how uh, the conservatives seem to, on one hand, say a few right things and everybody's just so excited. You're going to get snookered, folks. Dr. Bradley? Well, you know, and, and, and people could say we pick sides too, but I would have to say that I try to use a, a scale that weighs principle in, and if somebody happens to be abiding by principles, I, I support their efforts. And so, you know, you say, well, see, they, they want to go by some other, I don't know, process that they go through, and it's usually a, a uh, party-based kind of thing and an agenda-based kind of thing. Yeah, and I have an agenda to restore the, the principles the nation was founded on. So, And I'll admit it, and I, I go to the map for that. But but let's go to this, uh, uh, what's her name, Tulsi Gabbard. She, she just left the Democrat Party in case people don't know what happened. She abandoned them, said these guys are whacked. They're, you know, off on the uh, deep... Uh, deep end in terms of uh, working for socialism, communism, etc., etc. But I would say that people ought to be very careful and look at what she still supports. Uh, she, I don't know if she's going to become a Republican or what she's going to be, but but uh, she has historically been a pretty strong advocate of gun control, a pretty strong advocate of abortion. I mean, and it's like, okay, well, where do we go with that? Has she had a come to Jesus kind of experience in her life where she says, I'm turning my back on these things that are destructive of of the founding uh, principles that this nation was built into the greatest, freest, strongest nation on earth. And, um, and, and so her announcement, if it's deconstructed, you know, completely, I, I think we have to look and say, well, okay, so she's left the whacked party that, that uh, nowadays you know, wraps itself in the hammer and sickle, uh, but it, suddenly does all the does every red-blooded American conservative run to her and say, "Yeah, this is the one we're going to support." When is she pro-abortion? Is she pro-destruction of Second Amendment? These are the kind of fundamental principles people need to say 
oh, in spite of what was just said, I'm going to dig in and I'm going to, you know, do my due diligence on this person and find out where they stand on these things. And and so you don't just, you know, wrap yourself now on the American flag and let her run forward and and foster the things that maybe are destructive of the baseline principles. So be careful. Don't get your pocket picked. Uh, I told I've told you maybe a few times, Sam, on this show about in my undergraduate work, I, we did a class, I think it was called the language of politics and and the euphemistic terminology. It's it's what they don't say most often is what's important. People, you know, Barack Obama's uh, change you can believe in slogan is probably the best example I've ever seen of a euphemistic term that means absolutely nothing. But they suckered people in to vote for him. And uh, even people that claimed to have sound principles, which they didn't because they they demonstrated their true character by how they followed. Because they don't really understand. And that's what I'm praying for, is a is an electorate that understands. And and they may check and and vote. Uh, it's it's like I've got a well, I won't tell you who it is. I know somebody very well. <laughs> who uh, has been to me so many times, coming back to the Mitt Romney thing. we got to get rid of that guy. How can we, you know, recall him or whatever? And and I say, well, you voted for him. And she says, well, well, he deceived me. Okay, you need a discerning spirit. You need, a, the, you need to do your diligent re- research on everybody. And so watch what they say. And uh, and say, hmm, what did they really do? The doing is more important than what they said. And, and that's where we are with most of these people. They're doing stuff that's destructive. So so we got to be careful. Don't get your pocket picked. I've probably labored on that one way too long, Sam. <laughs> Other than that, it's not so bad, right? Well, I keep the bottom line that. is, ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand these people are dangerous. I believe uh, Tucker Carlson's that way. I know he does a lot of good. He brings a lot of stuff out. Same with Steve Bannon. I commend both of them. Uh, but, you know, when you literally double down and defend, um, you know, Russia or you, you know, defend Ukraine or you promote this or that and fund money into either side of that, you're engaging in foreign entanglements that the fathers warned us of. I don't pick sides based on people. I stand for the principles. And the principle is we don't go to war and we don't fund foreign wars that we don't have an absolute defense need to be in. Uh, and we, even when we do that, whether it's a defense uh, mechanism or not, we need to use the supreme law of the land. Congress must declare war. Congress must fund these things. But we allowed it to, to get all sideways, and we just pick basically uh, whoever the deep state tells us are the good guys. Uh, never realizing that, you know what, the good guys of today are the bad guys of tomorrow. And these foreign entanglements and the blowback uh, principle documented by the CIA and Ron Paul and others really is the quintessential understanding here. So, you know, some of these people may be duped, but that's why we kind of say, you know what, they're Russian dupes. They may not realize it, but they are. You know, why would you refuse to condemn Russians' invasion of the Ukraine? Or why would you defend the Ukraine uh, over Russia? Okay, bottom line is we're funding all this stuff. Our historical uh, record on this is bad news bears, uh, to say the least. But it turns out now that Barack Obama has missing uh, records as well. So the question is, when's the FBI going to kick in Barack's door, doctor? 
see, there is there is no real justice left at the these high level places. Uh, it seems that the rock walked out the door with uh, a few pieces of paper that some people may say should not have, and um, and and the the fact of the matter is they continue. They're in a warehouse right now, if I understand correctly. Um, I you know a warehouse is it really secured? Is it is it more or less secure than than at uh, at um, Donald's uh, residence with his Secret Service agents there? I mean, you know, there's twenty four seven presence. I mean, you know, a lot of unanswered questions. And when you first brought that up and the missing records, I thought of yeah, huh? Missing records from everything from his birth certificate to his uh, school records to his. Uh, residential records as a young boy to his perhaps other citizenship records in terms of uh, uh, how that's that all played out and and all that's been turned away but you're talking about he walked out with state records when he left the presidency and and I think there's pretty strong indication that he did and uh, nobody seems to be in the slightest interested in it you know so I I guess when do they really start checking these things out too? Is it important that the previous president only gets investigated or previous presidents going back even beyond that? It's just astounding to me. I don't know. I don't know. So um, yeah, not, there's there's not an equal application of the law at all. So right, and understand that the uh, Russians invaded the Ukraine. Under Obama and then under Biden, not under Trump. Now, Trevor Loudon wrote a key uh, analysis of Toby or Tulsi Gabbard's career. She's a far-left Democrat. She may not be a Democrat anymore, but she's still far-left. Don't be fooled. And this information comes from Cliff Kincaid, um, usasurvival.org. And he gets a lot right. Some I don't agree with what he says or uh, does, but for the most part, you know what? Cliff Kincaid is a, is a good guy and tells the truth. Uh, very interesting analysis uh, breakdown on that, Dr. Bradley. Uh, all right, let's see. What do we go to next? Um, I want to talk about Biden designates this Camp Hale as a new national monument in Colorado. Um, it's more than 53,800 acres, Dr. Bradley. What a sham. And if these presidents continue grabbing these huge tracts of land, at some point they'll grab all the land, Doctor. Well, <laughs> here, here's the, well, there were so many things to talk about. This, what he did in Colorado, I mean, in, in, including, maybe you'll get to this, uh, claiming his son died in Iraq. But, but this big land grab thing, uh, we'll, let's come back and talk about it from how Marx defined communism. This is the, it. It cuts to the chase on this thing. So, I guess we got to take. Roger that. Break, Hang right? tight. We'll be straight to it in seconds. Time is flying faster than I want it to. That's always the case when Dr. Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com is on your radio. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, 
By having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley's with me. Uh, so these people are not really your friends. And my experience is if you get any clout, if you get any money behind you, if you get any real popularity for the most part, you'll find that there is a fly in the ointment, doctor. Well, you just brought up this uh, land grab that uh, the Biden did, 53,000 acres you bring. He's a piker. I mean, I, I say that, you know, tongue in cheek. I mean, he's just a slackard. I mean, in 1996, Bill Clinton uh, grabbed 1.7 million acres. That's a landmass larger than the state of Delaware as a monument. Uh, this is in Utah. In uh, 2016, Obama grabbed another 1.3 million acres in Utah. So between the two of them, they've grabbed 3 million acres in Utah under the designation as a national monument. And it's like, holy Hannah. Now, I, the Antiquities Acts and the National Monument things, historically they've been used for 10-acre sites or some such thing. I mean, you know, they're, you, know you find a, a, a you know, cliff dwelling or something like that, and they, they say, oh, man, this is such an historical significance. We're going to take this thing. But, but they've become more and more emboldened by the fact that they think that they, you know, signing of the pen and it's letter of the land, you know, it's a law of the land. But but let's go back, and I always use the term, a rose by any other name is still a rose. And, uh, and so kind of think about it. If you change the name of a rose and call it something else, it's still a rose, okay? And in his Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx said, that th this is a direct quote, the theory of the communists may be summed up in a single sentence, abolition of private property, end quote. Okay, so their intent is to grab property, okay? Now, in the first plank of the Communist Manifesto, it states this, abolition of property and land 
and application of all rents of land to public purposes. So uh, socialism, communism, come see, come saw, they're all the same. I mean, they're just different forms of the same poison. But a simple definition, a dictionary definition of, of uh, socialism, whether it's communism or democratic socialism or fascism or whatever it is, uh, but a simple de dictionary definition is government ownership or control of the means of production and order distribution. Land is perhaps the fundamental component of either production or distribution. So in Utah, let's just take that and then we can ex extrapolate this around the rest of the country. In Utah, the federal government owns approximately two-thirds of the land. When the land owned by the state of Utah and county and local governments is added in, it approaches 80%. So, by Marx's definition, Utah could be considered currently 80% communist. Okay, so here's what's happened. Colorado, Biden did this thing, 53,000 acres, another uh, signing and stroke of the pen kind of law of the land, just a complete grab unconstitutionally. If you read Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, you'll find the specifics about land ownership by the general government. If you read the uh, Northwest Ordinance of 1787-89, and we can exp explain why I call it those two different years, that it says specifically that, that this is improper, what they're doing. They're holding huge tracts of land. I spoke a number of times in Idaho here last week, and um, they told me that, uh, that, that about 61% uh, of their land is federally held. So they've done this in the West all over the place, and they continue to do these land grabs. It's wrong. It's communistic in its nature. It's taking away the land from the people, if you will. The intent of the founders was to bring in a new state on equal footing. This is what it says in the Northwest Ordinance. Uh, new states on the same footing as uh, the original states, and that requires them to not hold vast tracts of land away from the people and bring it into productive use, the prosperity of the people. I could tell you story after story. I mean, I've got one that uh, personal experience out of Elko, Nevada, that that uh, the people said yes with uh, because they don't, the gov federal government does not hold as much ground in the Elko area as it does the rest of Nevada, and so they have more prosperity. The people recognize that. This This is communistic in its origins, and what Biden did under the behest, I mean, I'm not sure he's even conscious he did it, but uh, but under the behest of his handlers is wrong. It's un-American. It violates U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, and it are, uh, the Northwest Ordinance. Uh, the, uh, the things that the founders actually did are in contradiction of this. It was wrong, wrong, wrong. The fact he only took 53,000 acres the people in Colorado ought to probably feel pretty good, but it was wrong because they can't have any right to do any of that. I don't know. It's just a travesty. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's so much to cover, so little time. Uh, NASA successfully, they say, diverted the orbit of an asteroid. They call it the double asteroid redirection test. And they say they successfully changed the asteroid's orbit. Now, this is the first time we've literally manipulated celestial bodies in the sky in history, Doctor. Now, they tell you that global warming's happening, climate change is happening, and everything else. But you know what? 
Uh, why would we mess with the directions of the asteroids? Well, they say, hey, this thing's going to come and kill us all. It's going to smash into the Earth. And by golly, we've got to take care of the Earth. Nobody will if we don't. My problem with this is, Dr. Bradley, when you start changing the directions with explosions of celestial bodies in the sky, uh, we've been on the planet for 6,000 years, if you believe it started with Adam, or longer, if you believe in science, uh, you know, whatever. Um, we've never really been destroyed by a massive asteroid before but now we've manipulated this and if we start manipulating these asteroids in the sky we start tampering with weather to make it rain cloud seeding and who knows what else capability you got the harp system up north in alaska that's literally been able to manipulate the jet stream they claim for sure that it's you and i that are burping or new zealand's government just proposed taxes because the cows burp and pee and they want taxing on the cows for this now. The farmers obviously are against it. Uh, you know the Russians, or I'm sorry, the Chinese had a great war against the sparrows in 18 or 1958 and 1959 uh, to try to solve a lot of this kind of stuff. I believe it's our tampering, not you and I on the planet, that's causing a lot of these problematic changes, Doctor. And this is just one example to where they did this. They don't even know what the repercussions will be and or are for this, Doctor. Well, they, you know, it's far be it from me to say I know better than God how things ought to be set in their, uh, in his great system. But it seems like there are those that, that believe that, that it's their, their right and their duty to do that. And, and they start dinking around with, as you say, the trajectory of, of asteroids. Um, who's to say that some nefarious plan might be developed to, uh, to deflect, uh, an asteroid towards Earth to uh, say, okay, it's going to hit us if you guys don't, you know, they, they extort some desired thing, whether it's money or, or a, a realignment of of political uh, agendas or whatever. I mean, yeah, if you uh, elect really, Evan McMullen, then you'll avoid the asteroid there. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, the uh, uh, I'm not so sure they really did what they say they did. I mean, I, you know, uh, Reagan used to say, trust but verify. My slogan is distrust until verified. And uh, the fact that they're even trying to do these things and spend bazillions of dollars on this kind of stuff, uh, it, it just, we don't have that kind, we don't have anything to play with. All the money, all the revenue stream. Yeah, it's it comes all in bogus and we can't trust them at all. They even say now, why hurricanes are escalating so quickly, and it's all because of climate change and global warming, because of you uh, and me, and we have not taken care of the planet as we should have, and there's the crisis, Dr. Bradley. Well, Always like a say, crisis, always government solutions, right? Well, they create a crisis, and then they, they claim that they can create the solution if we throw enough money at it. It's, it's just more people control, more tyranny. Uh, I, I, I guess we, we could look at the, the COVID thing, for example. You create it with a gain-of-function stuff that makes it more uh, easily uh, uh, infecting people and more deadly. Turn it loose. Oh, my goodness. Oh, ain't it awful. we got to take care of this. We throw billions of dollars at it. We shut down our economy. We take away liberty, we, you know, freedom of religion, and you, know, you name it, freedom of the press, everything. Everything is put at risk when you bring this emergency to the table. And then we find out that the solutions, well, we always knew, I mean, at least you and I have always talked about it, that the solutions they bring forward are not really solutions at all. 
All they are is, no, is fact, phony baloney facade. Now are jettisoning the abortion debate like you wouldn't believe. They're taking abortion pro-life stances off their websites. They're waffling everywhere. They're afraid of their own shadows on standing for pro-life now in the Republican Party. After such huge gains, they're now waffling because they're afraid that it'll be a quintessential issue in the election and they'll lose. I'd rather die on my feet standing for what's right, doctor. Yeah. If you bow to everything, you know, there was a, a statement made back in 1887. It was about education, but it applies across a lot of boards. You know, they, they, uh, a. a. Hodge was a theologian that made the statement. He said, you know, that if, if those that believe the most give way to those that believe the least, those that believe the least will ultimately have to give way to those that believe nothing at all. And that's kind of where we are on the trajectory we are right now. It's kind of like, oh, you've got to tolerate all of these things. Well, that means in their mind, apparently, is is uh, not just not just going out and overtly persecuting them. You've got to embrace it. You've got to celebrate it. You've got to bring it to the forefront and into the center of society. You know, whether it's a made-up sexual status or or what it is. And and toleration does does not mean that. I mean, you can be a kind and caring. We've talked about this before. But yet you don't have to embrace it. The, the new morality is the old immorality. And, and we've become so, um, I don't know, immersed in tolerating anything. Well, you've we, got to stand for something and you everything. fall for everything. Right, and if you exactly. stay in the middle of the road, you'll get hit by traffic going both directions. That's for sure. True story. Final story of the hour. They say gas has been going up for the last three weeks. It's going to spike uh, right before the election. And boy, howdy is it. I had to pay more than $4 a gallon yesterday, doctor. I paid six twenty nine a gallon on one of my speaking tours. I was in a more remote area, and uh, I, I mean, unfortunately, I didn't even get gas reimbursed for crying out loud. I paid six twenty nine a gallon. It depends on where you are around the country, and and again, this is probably because of the remoteness of the area. But in California, it's astronomically high too. I understand the average price of gas. When Trump left office, was two thirty nine a gallon? I think is what it was. Holy Hannah! Look where we are now. Nobody's gonna. I don't know. We got short short term memory. We've all had our brain Roger cells that. damaged. Amen to that. Pray for the republic, ladies and gentlemen. Live close to the Lord. Remember, He loves you. Remember, the Prince of Peace has the solutions. And if we admonish or follow His admonishments admonishments we will do well if we don't we are in great peril my dear brothers and sisters i testify christ lives and he loves us and through god family and country we shall find our solutions thanks for being alongside for the ride dr scott bradley freedoms rising sun.com is his website check out his incredible weekly webinars his collegiate series and a whole lot more freedoms rising sun.com i'm sam bushman and for dr bradley we declare this nation shall endure God save the Republic of the United States of America. Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country, and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced it's a freedom-loving, faith-filled, we're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Friday, as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Man, we got so much to talk about. So little time to do it in. Uh, we didn't get a chance to cover everything from last hour, but I'll highlight just a teeny bit. Uh, we had Dr. Scott Bradley on, and we talked about a variety of issues. Elections, election fraud, scandals, money, asteroids, just about everything under the sun that relates to your liberty, ladies and gentlemen. But I want you to know that most people in the United States say misinformation spurs extremism. say that it's a problem. And 74% of adults say it's a serious problem. Just 8% say it's no problem at all. But the information, uh, disinformation is everywhere. I guess a jury, a Connecticut jury, ordered Alex Jones to pay almost a billion dollars, ladies and gentlemen, because they say he lied about Sandy Hook families. Mr. Jones, they claim, annual revenues tops $50 million a year. And uh, anyway, they go on and on. But look, folks, is he lying or is he entitled to his opinion? You could say the harassment with some of these people might be a problem. You know, I don't know, but you got to have the penalty match the crime. And my issue with this is it really chills free speech rights. Because am I allowed to express my opinion? I've already been kicked off Twitter. Is the next step for the deep state to go after me, just like they did Alex? A billion dollars when you only make $50 million a year? would take you forever to pay off. The $50 million a year for Alex Jones is a revenue number, which means you got to take all of his costs out. How much does he really make? $10, $15, million, $20 a year maybe? I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, to pay off a billion dollars, they'll never get paid, folks. It's propaganda. Jones calls the judgment a joke. Jones asked, do these people really think they're, that they're going to get any money over this thing? He implored his audience to flood with donations. He promised to go on the air for 16 hours to save his shores in, or his shows, uh, Infowars. I say shows because it's radio and TV. Uh, Free Beach Systems, his company has already had to declare bankruptcy over this. And I say it's a sham, ladies and gentlemen. And here's my question to all of you. If we're going to talk about people telling lies, then here is the ultimate question. And I've got the incredible guest, the best guest on the planet, to give me the answer. Ready for my question? If they can get Alex Jones for saying that he lied or whatever, not telling the truth, and intimidation and harassment and everything else, then here is my question. How much should the IRS pay Sam Bushman for lies, for creating a hell of harassment and intimidation for literally 35 years covering my adult life working career how much should the irs pay sam bushman i would get billions if we were honest about it ladies and gentlemen well let's ask our guest her name is sherry peel jackson and she's got over 35 years of professional experience as a retired cpa a certified 
fraud examiner and former IRS agent. Ms. Jackson, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live. Hi, Sam. Thanks for having me back on the show. All right, what do you think of my question? So they basically say Alex Jones lied, therefore he needs to pay a billion dollars. But the IRS has been lying about our tax compliance. They've been intimidating people and abusing people, and uh, they've been forcing people to, you know, pay into the penalty or the, you know, um, <laughs> perjury, penalty of perjury and all this kind of stuff. And how much did the IRS pay me? They've been intimidating me for 35 years. I'm, a, I'm an IRS slave. Jerry? Right. And, and, so we, and so we all are. And billions of dollars are due back to the American people. Uh, they are bouncers for a bigger club. So they are the collection or the, the mafia arm of Congress and the powers that be. So these resources have continuously been taken from us. There's a, a fellow that was involved with the Federal Reserve back in, I believe, the 30s named Beardsley Rummel that put out an essay called Income Taxes Are for are obsolete. And what he was saying in that was they're for redistribution of wealth. So they devised a way starting, you know, back in before 1913. Of course, Ed Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, uh, spells all this out. But they devised a way to continuously extract, steal, extort money from the American people, our, our resources. These are this is our life resources that are being taken and there is no law that I've ever seen that requires anybody to file an income tax return or pay an income tax. And those that look up the law and expose what's going on are the ones that get beat down because of the fear that they have put in everybody. Everybody is so afraid of these people that I call the insidious representatives of Satan that they comply without question because they don't want to have fear of having their stuff taken away and they don't want to have fear of going to jail. In my office, I have a poster and it says, if stealing the product, 100% of the product of someone's labor is slavery, at what percentage is it not slavery? And Sam, this is slavery on, on the part of our government to all the people. So this, this whole issue of income tax is a, a racially unifying issue because it really, they don't care whether I'm black, you're white, green, purple, polka dot. They don't care whether I'm a Christian, you're Muslim, Jew, they don't care. They just want to continue to have power and control over all the people. They ignore what the, the law really says and they bulldoze everybody that, that comes up and explains that, hey, this is, this is our labor. When I cut your grass, Sam, and you agree to exchange my cutting your grass with $100, that's an even exchange because I've used my brain, my arms, and my legs to cut your grass. And in an exchange, and your equipment and your an gas and all exchange. that goes into it, right? Exactly, right. So there, there's no profit there. The definition of income is nowhere to be found in the code. The definition of income is corporate profits. And there's a long story behind that, but we are not really corporations as we have been made up to be. So this whole thing is an illusion. But the question that I want to ask you or put to the people is, when are we going to stop playing this game? 
Well, and that's the big problem because if individually we don't play the game, we get absolutely slaughtered. We lose our homes. We lose our careers. Many of us go to jail. I've got friends in these positions already. Uh, it's a sad tale to tell. You had to go to jail, right? Yes. I, I, I spent, so, I had a four-year sentence on a misdemeanor charge, and that's that's unprecedented. Four years on a misdemeanor charge when people that kill of, people folks. and rape people don't even get it. It is. It is. And I got, and I had to serve three years out of that four years. They had to give me six months good time. They had to give me six months halfway house, or they wouldn't have. They kept me in there three years to the day because I was such an, an insolent person to be able to go out and tell people, hey, go and do your research on this thing. Yeah, the problem with Sherry is she just won't quit telling the truth. Can't have that in America, right? Especially these days. I see worse even happening now where people are getting their bank accounts shut down for telling the truth. And it's it's they've gotten blatant with it, Sam. It used to be kind of undercover, but it's not undercover anymore. The things that they're doing to people are just right out. Like with Alex Jones, as a matter of fact, the drug company's fine. The one who was fined concerning uh, this epidemic that they knew their drug was putting people, uh, getting people addicted. They, they got fined less than Alex Jones. It's just ridiculous. Well, in addition to that, they're conducting no-knock raids. Uh, and the no-knock raids frequently put the police and civilians in heightened risk. That's a new report that came out from the Legislative Exchange Council talking about this, uh, an ELEC report. And it turns out that an estimated, I think it's 20,000, no, 200,000 law enforcement raids are conducted annually with warrants do not require police to announce their presence before it goes down. They don't even have to identify themselves before they go into homes, which, uh, you know, sadly, the Second Amendment's going to cause a lot of problems there. But no-knock no raids are double-edged swords. They're problematic, but they're still conducting them. The IRS is famous for this kind of stuff, Doctor. Yes, they are. And if you... If you uh, your listeners have been paying attention. The IRS has gone out and bought millions of dollars worth of firearms and ammunition recently. Why? Who are they going to use that on? So we need to be very cognizant of the signs of the times that are going on right now and make sure that each person decides how they're going to handle it for themselves and their families. Yeah, as it as is. Yes, I am. Go ahead, Sherry. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Is that a commercial break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Sherry Peel Jackson, my guest. She is an incredible lady who stood up against the IRS. They put her in jail. She's out, continuing to tell the truth. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Thank you. 
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. If the COVID-19 shot is safe and effective, then why are 20% of healthcare workers refusing to get it? If the COVID-19 injection is safe and effective, then why is big tech silencing anyone who opposes it? If the COVID injection is safe and effective, then why is our federal government's reporting system recording over 14,000 deaths from the vaccine and an additional 650,000 plus serious adverse reactions. If the COVID shot is safe and effective, then why did Dr. Gert Vandenbosch, recognized as one of the world's chief vaccine experts, risk his entire career and his reputation to plead with the medical community to immediately halt all COVID-19 vaccinations, calling mass COVID vaccinations an uncontrollable monster? Doesn't sound very safe and effective. Maybe it's time to call a spade a spade. At no time in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Cherry Peel Jackson with me. We're talking about the IRS. Um, Dr. Jackson has been around for a long time telling the truth on these things. There is no law requiring us to pay income tax. But the intimidation is out of control. The abuse is out of control. And Cherry asked a very good question. You know what? When are we going to call a halt to the con game is really the question. Uh, And I think she's right. The problem is, unless we stand together and reject it, uh, we all get picked off one at a time and abused and trashed, and we literally lose everything we have, Sherry. So what would be the best way for us to go about it? I have an idea or two, but I want to get your thoughts as well. Okay. uh, Can you repeat that question for me? (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think we can do to take on the IRS? If we all are together, they couldn't stop us. We could shut it down. But if we're singular, one or two or five or ten of us, they pick us off and abuse us separately and we lose the, the, the game. Anybody who's taken on the IRS, I mean, I remember I go all the way back to the George Hansen days. George Hansen was a congressman years and years and years ago. He's passed away now uh, from Idaho that literally took on the IRS as a congressman. And they literally destroyed his life and ruined him. At the end of his life, they admitted they were wrong and gave him a chunk of money. But it was too late in a dollar short. They ruined his life. And uh, so everybody gets destroyed who goes against the IRS, it seems. We need to take them on and call a halt to the con game. How do you think the best way to do that would be? 
Actually, uh, what I've devised at this point is a way not to try to cut the head off the beast, but to starve the beast. At this point, or there are too many people that are, have been made afraid of them by the propaganda that has been put out there. Mainly that saying that's been around for a long time, there's no, no sure thing in life but death and taxes. You notice they had to put taxes in there. So people are afraid of, of the IRS. People are afraid to do anything, and there are too many of them. So what I've started to do with those 95 to 99% of the people that are afraid is to help them starve the beast to death by using the codes and regulations that smart people use. In other words, let's say, for example, when Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump, and she got herself on there and said, Donald Trump didn't pay his taxes. And everybody just went berserk about that. And they were calling me, and I was saying, oh, uh, he's a, he said he's a smart man. He is. He uses their codes against them. So the thing that I want to tell people is, hey, if you're afraid to just stop paying, if you haven't done the research or you're just afraid, figure out how you can keep what you earn. That's what I've been telling people. And the more people stop just acquiescing to everything, question everything, question them, and start businesses and deduct everything but the kitchen sink. And that way, what's going to happen is they are going to be able to get less money and then that will be the catalyst of people saying hey you know i like having my own money let's look into seeing if i could get more because right now sam i don't see a way because there are too many people that have been programmed and brainwashed now ladies and gentlemen understand sherry jackson is a financial and business strategist who conducts basic and advanced financial education seminars across the united states she consults with businesses and individuals in the areas of IRS audit preparation, wealth creation, debt elimination, uh, and overall financial literacy. So this takes a little bit of practice, folks, and you can't beat them at their game if you don't practice and learn and kind of know what are the ways I've really made a difference in my life is I've created an S corporation, uh, and I literally write off almost everything, and then, hey, uh, the money passes to me at the end if there's any money left. But there's a lot of legitimate, appropriate write-offs that you can conduct. Back in the day, I got beat up by the IRS. <clears throat> they claimed I owed a bunch of money that I didn't owe because I never got. But based on their rules, they claimed that I owed it anyway. I literally paid them monthly for several months. Eventually, I pushed for an abatement and won. Uh, and so, you know what? The problem is that the American people just are not even engaged in the fight. They just acquiesce out of fear. Getting engaged is the first step and saying, look, I'm not going to take this long down. I may not be able to completely uh, pay nothing or I may not be able to completely um, jettison the system. That's pretty dangerous. But a lot of people can learn a few very simple principles uh, and make a huge difference, as you point out, Sherry. That is exactly right. And I think that the people are aware of what's going on with their money and with the government. There are so many people out there that may not understand what's going on specifically with the tax codes and regulations, but they do understand that the money that's being taken from their checks and the money that's been taken from their bank accounts is going to no good. People don't want war. People don't want abortion. People don't want all these this money, for example, going to the National Endowment for the Arts so that they can pay for people to uh, paint pictures of Christ upside down in a vat of urine. They don't want that. 
So what they're doing is trying to find ways to keep it. So teaching people how to start businesses, the tax code is written for businesses. So if you have a W-2 job, you're not going to be able to write off things like your cell phone or your internet. But when you have a business, like you said, Sam, you're going to be able to write off everything but the kitchen sink legitimately. There are so many different deductions out there that corporations take. And you know, there are several large corporations, I won't name them, but your listeners know who they are, that don't even pay taxes. They can look it up online to see who's not even You're free paying. to name so them if you want why to, do they... <laughs> Well, you know, Netflix was one of them. I believe that um, Google, I mean, uh, what is it, uh, Amazon, all these people, if they go look it up, they'll find a list of corporations who get away with not paying taxes because they pay accountants and CPAs hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to find the loopholes and find all the deductions that are legitimate. So we can do the same thing. You know, I, I, I was called the deduction queen when I came out of the IRS because I find just every little morsel of deductions for all of the clients. And although I don't do, uh, I don't prepare taxes anymore, you know, I still teach people as to how to start the businesses and how to deduct their, their uh, cell phone and their internet. And when we drive, if, if you can claim it as a business mile, every two miles you drive is a dollar saved. So people don't understand that yet, you know, because they're, they're living in fear. So people are waking up and I'm, I'm happy about that. People are taking advantage of starting home-based businesses. And the great thing is you can still keep your job, but have your home-based business and your home-based business, if it has a loss, it will help deduct the amount of money that's taken out from your check. If it has a profit, then that's more money for you to build because it's time to build, Sam. They're building. They're building underground bunkers. They're getting gold and silver. And we need to turn off the lamestream media and stop listening to what they're telling us and keeping us distracted with and pay attention to what the wealthy people and the powers that be are doing. Now, one of the ways that they uh, make this, we can also make things very difficult on them when we comply. Because we can basically, instead of just taking the standard 1040 and just making it really easy and filing electronically, we can all file manually. We can all take all the deductions and, as you wisely say, put Schedule C's together and just literally, uh, following their rules, bury them in paperwork. Right? Exactly. And because of this pandemic that we had, a lot of them haven't gone back to work and don't want to go back to work. They are still hundreds of thousands of people that have not received a refund for 2020. So yes, they're already backlogged and, and, you know, filing manually would be a way to bog down the system. Now, those who are quote unquote, getting a refund of their money won't want to do that because they want to want their money. But those who know that they're not going to get any money back. Yeah. Filing manually would bog down the system, making sure that you have a business will be to your benefit and it may bog down the system even more. So a lot of people, just like you said, need to stand up and fight back. This is our money. I don't want to be a tax slave. I don't want to be someone who makes $100,000 but has to give you know, thirteen, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 back to a government that doesn't give a hot flash about me. They don't care about us as individuals and families. They do care about the intimidation factor. And, you know, folks, that's why a lot of times when we look at all these different taxing options that individuals put together, uh, if they're running for office, you know, you hear the president has a nine by nine by nine plan or, 
And other guy says, hey, you only pay your tithing or your church 10%. Why should we pay the government more than 10%? And, you know, they have all these plans. Hey, you could do your tax return on a, on a uh, whatever it's called. A, uh, what's that card called? If I said, oh, postcard. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, if I send oh, you a postcard yes, or, yes. you know, you could do that. Or They have all these ideas. And the reason that none of them ever come to fruition isn't because they get more money from the IRS. Uh, isn't because, but it's because of the intimidation factor that the IRS, the role the IRS plays. And uh, Barack Obama even joked about the IRS attacking people like that uh, at his whim. And he got caught with that joke. It's not a joke, it's the problem. Sherry Peel Jackson with me. She's going to appear in Salt Lake City coming up at the Red Pill Expo. We'll talk about that too. We've got a whole lot more in seconds on your radio. SherryPeelJackson.com. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. FBI informant Igor Dushenko is on trial for lying to the Bureau during the fictitious Russia collusion narrative against President Trump. Thursday's testimony revealed the FBI continued four times to use the information to obtain FISA warrants after the FBI understood the information was a lie. The trial is expected to continue next week. The mostly partisan January 6th committee voted on Thursday to issue a symbolic subpoena to President Trump to testify. The committee is expected to dissolve at the end of the year, making it largely symbolic. President Trump questioned the committee's timing, saying, why didn't they ask him months ago to testify? The deputy secretary of the Russian Security Council told reporters Thursday that NATO membership for a Ukrainian state would trigger World War III. He added that NATO expansion into Ukraine would pose a threat to Russia. This as Russia continues its terrorist campaign of long-range bombing of Ukrainian residential neighborhoods. At least five people were killed, including an off-duty Raleigh, North Carolina police officer. An underage child has been arrested. Officers are working at least four separate crime scenes. Another press conference is scheduled for Friday morning. Raleigh Mayor Mary Ann Baldwin, Thursday night. At this time, what we can report is that RPD has confirmed five fatalities. One of them was an off-duty Raleigh police officer. The Supreme Court Thursday rejected without comment President Trump's bid to restore a special master power to review some 100 classified documents federal agents seized from his home. Trump claims he declassified the documents, which he had every right to do as president. A TGIF to you, my friend. We are USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. 
the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sherry Jackson with me. And I gave you the wrong website for her. That's for Churches and Ministries, SherryPeelJackson.com. The best website for Sherry Jackson is WakeThePeople.com. It's just W-A-K-E, ThePeople.com. And that way you can learn about all that she's doing. Now, Sherry's going to be speaking at the Red Pill Expo in Salt Lake City, Utah. That's coming up November 12th and 13th. Is it the redpillexpo.org? It or is just redpillexpo.org. All right, the redpillexpo.org. Red pill, okay, redpill, not red the. redpillexpo.org. Right. All right, redpillexpo.org. You can sign up, you can get uh, registered there. I'm going to be there broadcasting live uh, on Saturday. Uh, I think that's the uh, 12th. Sunday's the 13th. Uh, Sherry doesn't have her exact speaking time and date yet, but keep an eye out on that. WakeThePeople.com to watch Sherry's website uh, and RedPillExpo.org for that site. You can sign up. You can get involved. But what an opportunity in Salt Lake City to hear Sherry speak directly uh, to the people with her presentations. Now, she's a well-known speaker to thousands all over the country. Uh, She consults with business and individuals. It's all about being a financial and a business strategist to help all of us with seminars across the United States and more. Uh, So I have an idea. You know, I mentioned this kind of bury them paperwork idea. And, you know, they might call us paper terrorists. That's the way they play the game. When they bury us in paperwork, it's no problem. But if you ever want to respond in kind, then they kind of say you're a paper terrorist. Uh, But the bottom line is here's how you bury them in paper. If a million Americans were to send a postcard to the IRS every single day. And it would simply say, abolish the IRS. That's all the postcard would say. Abolish the IRS. And you'd have a million postcards going every single day. It would cost you, what, 75 cents or something uh, a day. You know, so it's not too much money, 20 bucks a month or whatever it is. Uh, And you would literally be able to shut down the IRS. They would get a million postcards a day that would say, shut down the IRS. It would have nothing to do with compliance. Everything, we have a right to use the post office. Uh, we have the right to uh, call for the abolition of the IRS. If you want to be careful, you could put, that's my opinion to which I'm entitled, so that, you know, they, can, uh, they can't say you're lying. Or, okay. And literally, what if they got a million postcards every day, 365 million postcards a year, Sherry? What would happen? I think they would probably <laughs> find a, 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 a separate post office box for those to go straight to and incinerate them. <laughs> They, they, I mean, they will have round. That's fine. Then all we got to do is have the global warming experts. All we'd have to do is have the global warming experts watch the incinerators and start fining them for violating (laughs) uh, laws there. And uh, all I'm telling you is we could just keep going and going and going. But imagine 365 million. It would only take 1 million people to do this. If you had more, it would be even uh, bigger. But 1 million people isn't even one third of 1% of America, right? You're exactly right. And it really, we don't need a majority. We need just an educated minority, which I advocate for educating people 
concerning their taxes. And so there are different methods uh, via the internet, actually, um, maybe not YouTube, but internet is where people are, uh, especially after the COVID pandemic, they are going to the internet and less people are listening to the main, the lamestream media. So education is the key to uh, making people understand so that they will not be afraid to stand up for their rights. So millions of people learning that they have a right to keep the resources that they earn would be a very, very helpful method to stop the slavery, stop the financial slavery. Please attend redpillexpo.org, ladies and gentlemen, coming to Salt Lake City November 12th and 13th. But I really think we could do something simple like that. The politicians would start to whine, they'd probably try to pass a law, they'd probably say to the post office not to accept the postcards, they'd probably, but then all you got to do is go to UPS or FedEx uh, and send them again. Uh, okay, uh, look, we would get the news and we would be able to force a real discussion about this. The only reason the IRS has been able to have their way with us is because we the people don't get together and stand together for anything. Okay, now if it's a if it's a, a, a halftime uh, football game uh, where girls are half naked on stage, then by golly, you'll get you know a hundred million for that. But you want to stop the IRS, and I don't even know that you can get a million people together that are dedicated enough to stand for the holy cause of liberty, Sherry. Uh, that is so unfortunately true, and Sam, that's really all by design. So what we have to do is we have to change the design of things. And the way to do that is to wake the people. So each of us in our own way needs to go out and figure out a way to affect the people in our environment. For example, in my environment, there are people that have businesses and there are people that have W-2 jobs. In each of these instances, when I talk to them, when I speak, when I have a seminar or I get online to explain to them how their, their resources belong to them and not trying to scare them, not trying to force them to do anything, but to think. We have to get the people to think about the fact that, hey, I have a wife and four children, yet I'm, I'm not able to do much for them. We're not able to go on a vacation more than once a year. But I'm looking at the elite and, and they stay on vacation and they'd stay at golf clubs and all these things. So why is it that they get to do that and I'm a wage slave? Well, you know what? I need to start figuring out how I can do the things that the wealthy do. And that's that's the avenue that I am using to make sure that these people understand that they have a right to have the same things that these other people have. They're not better than us. They just know strategies to keep their resources that we don't know. And once these people in my environment learn that they have a way that there are strategies to make sure that they can have nice things and that they don't have to work themselves to death, then they take advantage of it. So that's the way in for me. I've been successful in helping hundreds of people start home-based businesses so that they can keep more of what they earn. And through learning about the IRS and learning about other laws, they get to protect what they earn so that they can entail go ahead and grow what they earn. So I have a system called the KPG system. I teach people how to keep what they earn, protect what they earn and grow what they earn. And in that is a mixture of the, the resources being kept for themselves through 
making sure that they understand business structure, they understand business taxes, they understand the legal system. So yes, income taxes are a chokehold on people. Can you imagine someone with an $80,000 salary having to give over $12,000 a year in taxes and what that $12,000 a year could have done for that family had it been in their own pocket? There's a lot to do, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot to get to know about. Let me ask you this, Sherry. I've been in this movement for a long time, and so have you. I've been doing this syndicated radio show for 26 years now. That's syndicated on the radio. I've been involved in Liberty and, and other things beyond that. So 30-plus years in the movement. You've been involved for quite a long time uh, as well. Are you seeing people start to get together and wake up and make a difference? Are you seeing people really realizing that, hey, we've got to do something, and we've got to do something fast? Or are you seeing people just simply turning away? You know, when I first started, I had a lot of people that were naysayers, but I, every day I see more people become aware. I see a lot of our military becoming aware. I think that when you become aware in one area, then your mind wakes up and shows you things that are happening in other areas. So the military people are looking at what's going on with the military and all of the kind of questionable things. And then they're running into, hey, you know, this is an IRS issue. I, I get soldiers calling saying, hey, you know, I just discovered you. I have people calling me from Kuwait saying, you know, I just, I just, you know, something's going on. I have former IRS employees calling. I have th their children calling. I have people that are waking up. It's just a matter of we need to, we need to number one, continue to plow through to educate people. And, number, and then we need to find ways to, to educate the masses. So if we educate people concerning their own resources, not necessarily making it a tax issue, but it always is when it includes our finances, making it a finance issue and making it look, making it real as to their own pocket, their own purse, their own bank account, then they're gonna pay attention because they see their resources slipping away. I know so many people lost their jobs during this pandemic. So many people's businesses went down over 50% during this pandemic, yet the big companies got a chance to stay open. How is it that you can have closed down mom and pop grocery store or mom and pop stores, yet there are other stores that are still open that will have more people? None of this made any sense to us. And it's well, and all how by is design it, how is it, trying to take uh, us Ms. down. Jackson, how is it that you can go to a bar for a lap dance, but you can't go to church? Yeah, and, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know why people are not waking up more, but now there are more people waking up than there were before. We got to start somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. We got to keep at it. Hopefully we can keep pressing on the flywheel and eventually get some real momentum. Sherry Peel Jackson, my guest, ladies and gentlemen. WakeThePeople.com, the website. She's going to appear in Salt Lake City at redpillexpo.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. 
The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Hi, everybody. Um, you know, this is an incredible opportunity, the Red Pill Expo, for people to understand. I know that it's going to be live, but it's also going to be streamed. So you guys can find out at redpillexpo.org how to get this information streaming. So you'll be able all over the world to see what's going on live if you if you sign up for the streaming. So there are going to be multiple guests Going, so Sam, keep I was going, just Cherry, talking about perfect. the Red Pill Expo. Okay, so yeah, they're, they're going to be multiple guests talking about multiple areas. And they're going to be exposing the things that you're not going to hear on CNN. You're not going to hear them on the lamestream media. These are the things you need to hear to help prepare yourself and your family for what's coming. Because believe me, they have things planned for us that are no good. And when the excrement finally hits the portable cooling device, you want to be in a position to be safe with your family, to make sure that you have what you need regarding the resources, regarding food, regarding shelter, and all of that things. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but if you look at what's happening worldwide, you know I'm telling the truth. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Red Pill Expo is important. You know, there's things you can do, and if you go to wakethepeople.org, there's some questions there that I think are really important for you to think about based on Sherry's educational opportunities and platforms, her seminars across the country. First one, are you an employee that's finding it hard to transition from a job to a full-time business that you actually love? Are you currently a business owner who would like to grow your money, grow your business and make money faster than you spend it? 
<laughs> Sherry Peel Jackson will help you get access to wealth and legacy creational formulas put together by the millionaires and the billionaires. You can be financially free. You can build a lifestyle that matters. You can create flexibility in time, uh, etc. Let's talk a little bit about your seminars. Are they available online at that website, Sherry? Actually, they are not. I, I, I feel like you're not able to get the reach. The people will be doing stuff online. I know that I've had online seminars and, you know, the phone is ringing or I got to wash dishes or that kind of thing. I've decided that my seminars have to be face to face because you can't listen to a 45 minute to an hour seminar online and grasp everything. If your dog is barking, if someone's ringing the doorbell and, and the phone is ringing, I don't like to do it that way. So I actually schedule seminars across the country and I'm live. The people are looking, they're listening, they're taking notes and they get to ask me questions. Uh, that's, that's the way that I would like to do it. Now, sometimes I will record them and then put them on the platform, record it afterwards so that people can look at them over and over again. And then that person can consult with me later about the questions that they have. But I don't generally do them live because I need people to concentrate on what's going on. This is serious. And I need people to take what's going on in the world seriously. One of the things on your website that I really like that it says is this. You must decide what your financial future will look like or someone else will decide for you. Now, that's a really important statement for people to kind of contemplate uh, as they come to the Red Pill Expo on November 12th and 13th in Salt Lake City, Utah, as they go to your website, wakethepeople.com, uh, as they learn and attend your seminars and everything. That's really the quintessential question, folks, or point, if you will. You must decide what your financial future will look like or... Someone else will decide for you. That's critical, Sherry. It is. I'm a daddy's girl, and my dad's still alive. Uh, bless his heart. He used to tell me when I was a teenager, he said, as long as you have a job, your boss will, dis will determine what kind of car you drive, where you live, and where you go for vacation. And I told him, that's not true. I'll decide for myself. But then he said it again. He said, as long as you have a job, your boss is going to determine what kind of car you drive, where you live, and where you go for vacation. And as I sat down and, and thought about it, if someone's in control of, of a paycheck for me, they're going to decide whether I drive a Volkswagen or a Mercedes-Benz. They're going to decide, based on how much money I'm making, whether I live in an apartment or a nice subdivision or whether I go to Florida vacation or to Greece. So then, back then is when I determined that I didn't want anybody to determine that. And although I believe in people having jobs so that they can maybe have their insurance covered for their family, that home-based business is going to be the thing that makes them the wealth and, and gets them in a position where they can securely take care of themselves and their family. Because when you have a home-based business, you are the one that puts the hours in and determines you know, what extra you have to take care of your family, get silver, get gold, get real estate, get international real estate. And these are some of the things that I teach when I have my seminars and with my one-on-one -on -one clients. All right, Sherry, let's talk about this for a second because I find this interesting. How many taxpayers do they claim there is about, there are about? Is it 200 million? I haven't looked at the... Yes, it's, it's about that. And I haven't looked at the figures lately, but yeah, and I don't there care are the exact not a lot. Number. There are a lot of people... Yeah, I don't right, care the exact right. number. It's about, it's about 200, 200 million, million, give or take, okay? And ladies and gentlemen, just imagine if all 200 million got businesses. Now they've doubled. 
you doubled the IRS's have-to-handle business, right? In fact, you more than doubled it because businesses are usually more complex filings than business filings to some degree. And so you've literally, by creating that, doubled their workload instantly. Furthermore, you've then uh, used their code, their guidelines, their recommendations, whatever you want to call it, their direction, to um, save yourself money. So not only do you double their workload, but then you reduce their money because now you're taking all these exemptions uh, and all these deductions that you've never taken before. And so you've really double, tripled their workload. Think about that alone, Sherry. And then a postcard every day from a million people. Those two simple acts, absolutely both law-abiding, would absolutely change the game. Yeah, everybody starting a business definitely would be a win-win for everybody. And, and I've talked to people, and they said, oh, you know, I don't have time. Yes, you have time for a business. If you work a full-time job, you come home, let's say you work a 9 to 5, you come home 5.30, you take some time to decompress, but instead of turning on the electronic income reducer called the television or the electronic intellect reducer, you go and start your business. You work on your business until you go to sleep, and you do that at least four or five days a week. You're going to create more resources for yourself and your family. So definitely it's a win-win because you get more resources, you get more write-offs, and then that's a lot more work that they would have to process. So you're exactly right. There's your win-win situation. All right. How do people keep track of where your seminars are going to be if they can make Salt Lake City fantastic? Come to the Red Pill Expo, ladies and gentlemen. Redpillexpo.org, November 12th and 13th. I'll be there. Sherry will be there speaking. Uh, but uh, where do people go to keep, uh, you know, if they're, hey, I want a seminar near me, where do they watch? Where do they keep an eye on? Well, they can they can contact me at sherrypeeljackson at gmail.com if they want to have a seminar in their area. I have a YouTube channel that I've decided to just start growing, and it's Sherry Peel Jackson. Dr. Sherry Peel Jackson is my YouTube channel. I'll be at least weekly putting videos on there concerning finances, concerning keeping what you earn, protecting what you earn, and growing what you earn. So YouTube, they can follow me there, at least while I'm going to still be on the platform. And they can contact me with through wakethepeople.com. If they want a seminar in their area, they can contact me, sherrypeeljackson at gmail.com. All right, let's talk about this for a second. You know, you've written a couple of books. You speak all over the country. You uh, are a CPA, a, a doctor, um, PhD, right? You have been literally everywhere in this thing. You've looked at the IRS from the inside and from the outside. Uh, you, What is the most important? singular most important thing you've learned what, what is the single takeaway where you go man if i were to boil this down to literally one point one topic one sentence whatever you want to say what would that be out of all this sherry nobody's there to help you everybody in the government is there to hurt you you have to figure out a way to help yourself or you're going to go down your family's going to go down our society is going to go down and our country's going to go down that is the main thing. It's like you, nobody's there to save you. So you can't sit and be passive and say, oh, well, it's going to be what it, it is, what it is. No, it is what it is if you sit there on your kabunkum and do nothing. You've got to stand up. You've got to get up. You've got to get active and stop being so packed up. Americans used to have a backbone, but now we got jelly backs. So whatever this is, it's crazy because they, they try to... They try to have you bogged down in cognitive dissonance. They, fl they flood you with all these different information and these different negative stories and all of that, and you got to get beyond that. I haven't turned on the radio since the Donald Trump-Hillary Clinton 
uh, situation. I have not turned on the radio. I get my news from people that care. I get my news from uh, We Are Changed with Luke Rudovsky. And I get my news from other places that are telling us the truth about what's going on in our world. I don't have time to play. I don't have the, the, the luxury of sitting to do nothing and come home from a job and watch TV or watch the football game until Tom Brady is stroking me a check, my team is the Jackson team or whoever these players are out here. I don't have time. Of, this is my team and that's my team. And I'm, you know, I don't have that time. You don't have that time. And when people wake up and discover that they're have, they're, their lives are being wasted and they're not building a legacy for themselves and their family, then they, when, it, until they do that, then we're going to go down. When people start waking up and saying, it's me that's got to do for myself and my family, the government's not going to do it. Charities are not going to do it anymore because they're now dependent on the government. I have to be the one. Me and my family need to get together. Now, the wealthy are already doing it. If you know, the wealthy are, are buying ranches all over Texas and all over Montana. They, they're building their compounds. They're building for themselves. They have 40, 50, 60, 100 acres, 1,000 acres that they have their farms. They're going to be ready. But you're going to be sitting there looking crazy when all this stuff starts happening and there's no food. It's already happening. The supply chain is broken. I used to be able to go in the grocery store and know that I was going to get what I needed. It's not happening now. So what are you doing about it? What are you doing about the gas prices? What are you doing about strategizing with your neighbors, strategizing with your family members, your church members to make sure that everybody's going to be okay? You can't, you can't look at TV. You can't. You don't have time for movies and, and football and all that stuff. No more. Sherry, do you think the American people will wake up and will take the country back? You know what? It, 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 I, I would hope that that would happen. But we, the ones that are aware, have to educate the ones that aren't aware. Or, or, or it's not going to happen because it, for all the people in my area that I've affected that know what's going on, there are hundreds of thousands that are still stuck in this whole system that they put us in. In the earn-spend cycle, they get paid on Friday and by, by Monday they're broke. They're still watching football all weekend instead of starting businesses. I don't know, Sam, but I would pray that we keep moving on and educating people. I join Sherry Peel Jackson in her prayers. For the greatest country on the face of the earth, ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to be ready and go to redpillexpo.org and sign up so you can see Sherry and check out the tremendous event in Salt Lake City, redpillexpo.org. Wakethepeople.com is Sherry's website. And for Sherry and all at Liberty Roundtable Live, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and I pray will restore our grand old republic. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thanks, everybody.